0: I gotta carry the mic around because I have to walk and talk at the same time. It was my birthday in 2006 and I was on the beach in Mexico and it wasn't just any beach, it was our beach. And I had a fabulous birthday, maybe the best ever. And thinking back on it, if I had died that day, I would have died happy. And um, I'm grateful that I was able to tell people that, because I've thought about it often. But the day after my birthday, I was awoken from a very nice siesta with my husband yelling, Tammy, get my pants. I have money in my pants. Tammy, we're being robbed. And I was like, oh my God. So I sat up in bed And there was a man with one huge eyebrow going across his forehead and a large gun pointed at me. So I went, wow, you know, that can't be good. So I went looking for the money pants and I I found them on the floor in the bedroom and there was a nice big wad of money in the money pants. They were pesos, but it was still a big wad, so I handed them over to Unibrow, and he escorted me into the living room, and oh my god, my husband is hog-tied to a chair. And he's blindfolded, and it's terrible, and my neighbors are on my couch, and they are all tied up, and they're blindfolded. And I'm like, wow, you know, this can't be good. The, the robbers were going around the house and they're stealing stuff like they do. And they take my hands and tied me up. And while they're tying me up, they're taking off my wedding ring and taking off my jewelry. And so it's like, okay, it's a robbery. It's going to be over soon. But no, the guy then charged the boss. Goes over to my husband, says, where's the money? My husband's like, I got you the money. We don't have any more money here. He said, well, this isn't enough. We're taking your wife. So that was bad. (laughs) And my husband, being very fluent in Spanish, starts talking 90 miles an hour. No, 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 we don't have money. You don't understand. All of our money is in the house. We're not rich. And the guy throws a phone in my husband's lap, and he says, you'll find the money. Call your parents. So in Spanish, my husband quickly says, no, no, we are the parents, mi madres muerto, mi padres muerto. We have kids. And I thought at that moment that I think we had thirteen hundred dollars in my checking account. And he wants three million. <laughs> so I'm thinking I'm probably gonna die. So, on the way out the door, I asked if I could put on my flip-flops. They did allow that, thank goodness. And they took me off into the jungle. And they started settling in and started taking turns. There were seven of them. Two seemed like the bosses, the unibrow guy and the other boss that, by the way, hit my husband upside the head with a gun. Though They they were kind of rough and tough and looked mean, and the others were kind of rookies and did not seem to be all that scary to me. And luckily, I was left with the rookies, and the big bosses took off, and I was able to talk one of my captors very nicely into letting me smoke a cigarette. And when they did that, they untied me. So I sat quietly, wasn't hysterical, didn't cry, and I waited for my opportunity because I really didn't think I was gonna get out of there alive unless I could escape. So I waited. And fortunately, the rookies, one of them fell asleep on the job, (laughs) and the other one stepped away And I thought, okay, this is my chance. I'm alone, I'm free, and I have a roll of toilet paper so I can, like, take that into the woods, and if I get caught, hey, you know, I was just trying to find some privacy. So I snuck off one little step at a time until I felt like I was far enough away, and then I started running. I was literally running through a jungle. Now, you have to understand that... I am directionally challenged. I get lost when I walk out of my office and go to the bathroom in an office I've been at for 17 years. So I get out there in the jungle. I don't know what to do. I find a creek. I follow the creek. And then I couldn't go any further. And I thought, OK, well, what would Mike say? Well. My my husband has given me directional guidance from 2,000 miles away, when I was lost in Seattle, when I was lost in LA, when I was lost in Phoenix. He says, Tammy, where's the sun? And somehow he magically knows where I am because of where the sun is related to me. So I'm thinking, I'm in the jungle. I want to go to the beach. In Mexico, just like Anchorage, just like Seattle, just like LA, the sun comes up over the mountains and it sets on the water. So that's where I wanted to be. So, okay, I'm going to let the sun be at my back and I'm going to go towards the water because I couldn't follow the creek anymore. And so that's what I did. I kept the sun at my back and all of a sudden, after I walked for a while, I'm in a little village. I come out in a soccer field. And then some some ladies in the store helped me. I was trying to tell them, call the policia, policia, and a pistola, and a la playa. And so I didn't know that, that, that you can't just call 911 in Mexico. And so she says something to this little girl and she goes running off, and I'm like, oh my God, is this whole town bandidos and they're going to get my kidnappers and now I'm gonna die? But no, the little girl comes back with a calling card. Because you can't call the police without a calling card in a little town in Mexico. So the lady called the police. They all came, cowboyed up, out of the pickup truck, says, are you Tammy Griffin? And I said, yes, I'm Tammy Griffin. And he hands me a phone, and this guy says, I'm Roberto Romero, I'm the head of the FBI in Mexico City. I know where your husband is, and I will send him to you. Stay there. Okay, so I'm going to be safe. So my husband comes, gets me. The next three days, we talk to the police and the tourist police. They have tourist police in Mexico. And he actually said, okay, after three days, I'm tired of listening to you. I will let you lead me through the jungle uh, to the captors. I knew I could do it, so we we all cowboyed up, put on tennis shoes because flip-flops are not that great in the jungle, and um, so my husband went with me, and five state police, and the tourist police, and and Fluor, who was the forensic photographer. And we went back into the jungle, and these guys are following me, and I know that they, they know that I'm lost. But I'm telling you, I knew exactly where I was going. So we get to the creek where I sat and I had a cigarette, and I literally lifted the rock and showed them my cigarette butt. And they went, whoa, she knows where she's going. <laughs> So after that, they, they jacked their shells and they were like ready to go and we get to this house out in the jungle and we get in a big gunfight and literally they were shooting at each other and my husband and I, he's like, down, down, he's like, he's like covering me up, like it's a shootout, oh my god. <laughs> so long story short, uh, we caught... Several of the kidnappers it was just the rookies, unfortunately um, the bad guys, the mean guys, they, they got away, Munibrow and the boss. But you know, the young men learned a valuable lesson um, about <laughs> kidnapping. <laughs> Don't mess with the Alaskan girl." I think that was the headline in the paper, something like that. and Just know that in Mexico, lightning does in fact strike twice because after we got the kidnapping business away, we figured, you know what? We're gonna still enjoy our house because that couldn't possibly happen again. But oh yeah, (laughs) my husband was kidnapped in 2011, but that is another story.